Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. You don't get any satisfaction out of working? No, I love this. But this doesn't feel like work. We're not like working on the railroads, Dave. Dave and Mahoney. I am very familiar with all of the stuff that you do behind the scenes. Virtually nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So this is really interesting. There was a small study done by a Belgian newspaper, and it is, I don't know if they're gaslighting Uber or if this is actually a real thing, (laughs) but Audrey, this is terrible news for you because you are a psychopath when it comes to your battery life. The way my jaw just dropped on the floor, the attack this early in the morning. Oh, no. No, no, no. You'll roll into the studio first thing, and your phone battery will be at like 3%. Okay, well, that's the old me. Oh, this is a new you. The new me will come into work with at 43%. What? That's still chaotic. What happened? That's chaotic energy to me. How are you not charging your phone overnight as you sleep, Audrey? Um, Because it has to be at a specific spot on my pillow, and if my charger does not reach to that point... You would get See you a, later, Charger. Why you don't you charger. get like uh, an, extension, an oh. extension cord for it's your ugly charger? It's clunky. Oh, uh, yeah. And also clunky, messy. Also, you sleep mess. with your phone on your pillow? Yes. That's Why do you do that? Weird. A lot of people do this. No. This no. is not an uncommon thing. The, the Underneath stand my next to your bed is where most phones away. live. Too far away. It's like six inches. It depends. Well, six inches can be long or far, depending yes, on who you can ask. Be. Yes, it can. Long or short of a distance. Who knows? A trek. You know? Could be. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, well, like, So, what it's if fine. your phone dies? Like, that's your alarm, too, right? Yeah, but it's not going to die because oh, I know. I know my phone. You know. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah. when you know your it's car. Like, it's like your kid. How you far gonna... you can get on E. <laughs> I like, don't. I drive a day sometimes oh, on E. That just gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> nah, I know. I know the things in my life and how they operate. It's fine. So, uh, Uber allegedly, according to this study from this Belgian newspaper, is charging people that have low phone battery more money for the same ride. Dude, that's a dick move because they know you <laughs> You're desperate. Sit yeah, there and you don't have a bunch of time to waste. So the paper reported that two identical requests were made to go to and from the same place, uh, same location for pickup, all that stuff. Uber charged 6% more for the journey for the one that was made from the smartphone with only 12% battery remaining. The phone with 84% was charged 1810 for the journey. The other one was charged 1916. So Uber denied that that's how they price things. They, they even said, we don't measure a user's battery. But they, they didn't say that they can't measure a user's battery. They just don't. Which is interesting. Allegedly Can apps don't. do that? They, they know how much battery you Dude, have? They know everything. everything. They know. God, I hate that. Like, they can access everything about you. And, you know, as a gamer, I've been, uh, you know, there's there's a, comp- a couple companies out there that really, like, prey upon their users. So any way to monetize every single nickel out of anyone, these companies are 100% doing. First and foremost, Uber is a technology company. And what that just means, other than, you know, the, the ooh, we, we, we got an app and somebody Mining comes to Mining your you. data. It's, yeah. yes, we are going to find, our technology is finding every way that we possibly can to exploit you for as much money Which as possible. Which is super every time, spooky. And getting you to come yeah. back and use it time and time again. It makes me never want to look up crazy and sexy stuff I never, on my phone. I never, I never <laughs> ever want to look at anything that's just like boobs or like, you know what I mean? Like I never yeah. want to look up porn. <laughs> so some good news today you need, as well. You need a separate tablet. A separate tablet? Uh, the, my oh, own individual I porn have, I, iPad? On, I have a, <laughs> come on. No, you get an f- Amazon Kindle for that. No. <laughs> because they're way Kindle. cheaper. <laughs> yeah, man, you get a Kindle for like three bucks. Are those waterproof? Uh, some good news today as well. A dude in Virginia has had just about enough of a pothole, and so he decided that he was going to do something about it. He, even though he complained about it multiple times, uh, they weren't doing anything to fix this pothole. Uh, so he deci- decided he was just going to plant a tree in it. 
twice. In the road. Yeah, in the middle of the road. It's Planted a whole tree. It's dumb. Well, I mean, it's dumb. You, listen, you got to do it sometimes. No, you don't. You have to take it matters into your own hands. But, I mean, if you're going to go through the trouble of planting a tree in a pothole, just fill the pothole. That I mean, that's person what, hates trees, Did you trees, not see clearly. what Arnold did? You know, uh, the Terminator? He filled some potholes in his own neighborhood. Because that's oh, a yeah. real man. Yeah, for sure it is. Uh, a crew came to the intersection where the pothole was. Dave, why are you so excited to get back to the story of a man who hates trees? He's a tree murderer. That tree would have never survived in that pothole. And what did they do with the this tree This tree after? is a martyr, okay? This tree <laughs> died for a reason. For the pothole? That's right. It's uh, treesus. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, I am jealous of you because you have found something really magical, I think. In The Matrix, it's mm. a movie that I think that we've all seen, well, except for you, in, in its entirety, because it was a huge movie yeah. back in the day. It was a cultural phenomenon when it happened. I remember going to the movie theaters multiple times to see that movie. All I wanted in my life was that phone that Keanu Reeves had that slid down and looked cool as hell. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Audrey it was like a switchblade. Yeah, because Audrey has tried to watch this movie multiple times, but the reason why I'm jealous of you is because a lot of people have a hard time falling asleep at night. Mm-hmm. Not you. You just put the Matrix on and out every time. Well, not actually intentionally. So um, I'm a huge nerd. I really enjoy like fantasy movies. Like I am a big Harry Potter girl. Like I love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've kind of been diving in into a lot of the the movies that I haven't really seen before that had gotten pretty popular. Like The Hunger Games it was the trilogy. Or yeah. Actually, I think there might have been four movies. But I, I want to be able to kind of like binge watch a movie, like kind of continue through the, you know, the fantasy world from You start like to world finish. building. I'm, yes. That's how I am when it comes to books that I read. I like Same. books that exist in a world that they continue to build upon. It's immersive. Yes. I've seen all of the Star Wars and I really can't honestly go back and rewatch all of those. Um, but anyways, I started to, I was like, you know what? I've got on HBO. Uh, they just recently put back the Matrix on. And um, I was like, okay, well, let me try this out. And I've done that about like five or six times now. And every time, I don't know if it's just not my flavor. I don't know if it's just not my tea, but every time I turn it on, I fall asleep right around the red or blue pill scene. <laughs> and um, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just Keanu is so calming to me or maybe like Morpheus's voice. Yes, like it's just the voice. voices. Yeah. I, I mean, even Morpheus, like all of them are very like monotone, even though there's high action points of the movie. I am progressing forward. I have gone. Why don't you start at the blue and red pill scene? Okay, so that's where I what I did yesterday. So okay. I started and stopped it and I keep going through, but it makes me kind of frustrated because I love fantasy. Why can't I get through this? Well, are you going to watch The Matrix 2, 3, and 4? That's why I'm starting or want to watch it. I'll just tell you, Matrix 2 and 3. They're not... Oh, well, if just, I can't even get through one. <laughs> I mean, one was, one. One was three, the best, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. And then two and three are real bad. Three and four that they came out, you know, like at the end of the pandemic or whatever it was on HBO. Yeah, it was just a it was just a streaming release, wasn't it? I don't think it? they did it. Or there might have been a limited theatrical theaters, release. Yeah. It was good. It looked beautiful, but it was just, you know. But is there anything yeah. that kind of does that for you that's like the instant sleepy, like makes you like so comfortable? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk yes. it up to it making me so comfortable. See, Not that yeah. I'm bored. I go podcasts for me, and I've do said you? this many times. You know, there's a, there's a podcast called The History of Rome. And there's it's by a guy named Mike Duncan, and he's gone on to do Revolutions, which is another like wildly successful podcast. But I really like the History of Rome podcast. I probably listened to it's I think it's about 160 some odd episodes, wow. and I've listened to it. I'm on probably year seven now of listening to a you know a couple episodes every single night. So the Matrix and five minutes in, I'm I'm asleep. So the Matrix for you, the History of Rome podcast for you, for me it's a little different. It's a uh, Scotch. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I'll never understand why you guys play all of these because you're the only people who actually still check their voicemail. Get with the times. Message deleted. Yeah, so this is a radio show, so uh, having audio is fairly important for us, but um, I think there's something nostalgic about an answering machine. I, I would I would vote that we bring back the home answering machines. Oh, I would vote that we bring back the landline, the home phone. Dave, <laughs> you have been hollering at me for wanting this like I am some goofball, and now you want to talk about 
bring back the voicemail? No, the thing that I miss is the is the magic of the whole family sitting, sitting around. around the answering machine and everyone saying their name. We should do that for the Yo Dummy line. We should. 833 Yo Dummy. By the way, you can call or text that anytime. Uh, but yeah, if we all said, hey, it's Dave. It's Mahoney. See, you're going to be the one family member <laughs> who waits too long, and then we're going to have to redo it all. Sorry. But if you ever want to leave a voicemail, 833-YO-DUMMY, you can also text us. It's pretty convenient. Absolutely. Please leave a message after the tone. It's Jimmy Crack Corn, and nobody cares. Why is there a song about that? It's like the most passive-aggressive song of all time. Message deleted. <laughs> Jimmy, what is Jimmy cracking corn? Like, was he on? Was he addicted to drugs? I've been eating a lot no of popcorn. No one cared. You've been eating a lot of popcorn. Yeah, what? I've hey, been eating a lot of popcorn. You lately. are in your forties, man. What are you doing? Just like suddenly discovering popcorn? I don't I care. Feel like my it's honey. like a. It's not a. As far as snacks go, like freshly popped popcorn. Mm. Yeah. You know, I think it's like 180 calories per bag, and it's pretty filling. You know, you sit there, you eat it. Oh, whatever. so you you're not eating uh, like Orville Redenbacher. Double Costco butter. microwave popcorn. Oh, so it is microwave. So you microwave it. It's not like the bag kind. Well, it comes in a bag. It's, yes, or, or, Dave. Yeah. Have you, Do you ever... pop it or is it yes. pre-popped? It's I pop it. You pop it's it. Microwave, okay. microwaveable right. popcorn. But I, when you talk about Jimmy Crack Corn, I love. There's something that's just so magical about that, like kind of half popped kernel. You like that's man. That's how you breaking teeth. You I know, but I, and I well, those are the half pearl. pop ones. Those go, those go real quick. You can you can just chomp right through those. It's the unpopped pieces of popcorn. You those be corn, careful, man. You're already down a tooth. That's I know, saying, and, and I've been eating it a lot. Like, and I've got Does it get like stuck up in there. Well, <laughs> it's, and I've got a crown on my back right. Uh, you know what is it, molar or whatever uh-huh. it is, yeah. and I Molly, know I'm gonna, I'm gonna break careful. a, I'm gonna break a damn tooth, <laughs> but I can't stop, you can't stop, I can't stop. <laughs> he knows the risk that he's running. I did. I wish there was just that like three quarter popped, like so you get some of the crunch shell, yeah, and, sure. but you don't get any of the pain that mm-hmm. comes along with it. Like, Wait, why has nobody marketed that? Mahoney, didn't you have an issue where you also had a corn? popcorn kernel stuck in your gum for a really long time and you took a picture and you showed your wife and you took a picture and you showed your dentist and he was like that's just popcorn kernel stuck in your gum i mean if you define a really long time like nine hours that's a really long time i thought my i thought i was like gangrene yeah because it was yellow you could see the sheen gangrene in your mouth you need to brush your teeth more i did brush my teeth but it was like the the little you know because you know the front part of kernels yeah has that little point Uh point Uh part and it was like literally like jammed into my gum dangerous food man please leave a message after the tone if you can afford to go ad-free on all your streaming ser- services, you're for sure in a high cash bracket. I'm not even going to lie because, like, that is just crazy. Message deleted. The, the difference between, I think, radio and streaming when it comes to TV, like on Hulu, I can't do Hulu with ads because it's the same ad. Mm, it's the true. same one ad. I need a variety of ads. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like my younger brother hates any sort of ads. They don't bother me at all. But it's the same uh, but ad. If it's the same it's ad, the it'll same drive me crazy. It's the I'm same show, yeah. like, and that's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. no. See, for me personally, whenever I am watching anything with an ad, it's just a constant reminder of how lazy and how much of a piece of garbage I am. Because it's not that like I, I, I would pay the extra four bucks or whatever. I'm just too lazy to like figure out how to go through and do the process of me removing the ads from my streaming services. So I'm just sitting there watching the same ad, like I'm, just yelling at myself in my head. I'm like, you're such a piece of garbage. Why, just change it. Why don't you, and just during that one ad break, make the change? Uh... Because that is a simple solution, Dave, uh-huh. and I like my more, life more complicated. complicated. I got it. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So as you guys know, we're in the process right now of buying a house, and I think that the people that we're buying the house from are trying to push us out and like not have us buy their house. And the reason why, there's some drama. Uh, Wait, I thought that... Wait, Dave, I thought that you had closed on the house. No, no, no. He that, just, no. They accepted an offer. offer. They accepted the offer. So we are like contractually bound in a marriage. But I think that they want to step out of our contractual binding. You no. made a full priced full, offer. Full too. price offer, so yeah. So it's not like you're getting a deal right. no, on we, this. They, they, they listed the house at a certain price. We came with a full price offer because it, like the real estate market is still 
very hot. There was all this talk like it's going to be cooling down and this and that. And I just have not experienced that at all in our search. I mean, because well, you're looking for a, a specific weeks. house because you have 19 children. <laughs> we, we have four kids, and so we need a lot of space. You need right? a lot of rooms. A, a, a yeah. lot of rooms. And so, yeah, it is a very specific house. And I guess like right now is a time where a lot of those people that are looking for that type of house are hunting. Like, I think there's only like, I mean, if you look at the entire valley, there's only like, I think it was like four or 500 houses total that had the amount of bedrooms that you needed. So that's so, not a ton. The Dave, re- the do, reason, you, the, do you think that they are having a little bit of a panic moment where they are saying, oh, just kidding, like we never thought we were actually going to get this this fast and happen this quick? So I, I think that might be part of it because the reason we made a full price offer is because we knew that there was already another offer on the house. And so they hadn't accepted it yet. They were thinking about it. So we're like, let's not mess around. It's a full price offer. Long story short, they accepted it, great. So we're going through the process where the inspection takes place and like my wife had not seen the house yet and her and the kids came down and like went to the house and we're just looking around and seeing it for the first time and that's a pretty exciting thing you know like, sure she she trusted me because i had walked the house and if i'd been that's wrong about that woman. that would have been terrible <laughs> she trusted you with that but i guess one of my kids touched one of their kids toys and they like sent a, a text message to their agent complaining that our kid had touched one of their kids' toys. I'm like, first off, it's a child. Secondly, this is an open house. I've touched a lot more than that. Yeah, I mean, my ass has been on this toilet seat. I had to pee. Are you going to get mad at me for, like, using your toilet? Like, what in the world? I mean, I get it, but still, it's children. It's one thing if you, you, Dave, you were fondling the unmentionables. Yeah, if I was, like, going through, like, their their drawer next to their bed or something like that, I get it, right? But it's like a child touching a child. So it seemed a little dramatic to me. Well, then... We, co- we come to find out what's really going on, or at least, at least what I think is really going on. Oh. They got another offer for 50000 over asking. Oh. And so I think that they're trying to be a little Dicks. chippy in the idea that we would walk away from the deal. But guess so, what? I'm not going anywhere. What's, I mean, but like, what's the recourse if they try to pull out of your they, they deal? Can. They can't. Are you, you, they can? No, I mean, they accepted the offer. And so, like, you're contractually bound to go through Design. with the offer if I give you the money. Like, that's how it works with a house. Contracts. Yeah, I, like, I, I could pull out at this point be, because I have, like, 10 days for the inspection period. Yeah, yeah. But beyond that, like, they're they're locked in. So, like it or not. Ooh. They're probably sitting there cursing I, themselves. Like, man, we could have we we just got more money. Like, two more days. Yeah. Really, just yeah. two more days. And they would have got $50,000 over. Well, but, but it's also like, you know. Do you, you want to, do you want to risk it? Because there's a risk, right? Yeah, you take you take. It's one in the hand versus two in the bush. I exactly. mean, that is a thousand. What kind of saying is that? A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. You've never heard that? Yeah. No. Huh? It's like wish in one hand and mm, in the other hand and see which one fills up faster. You know, yeah. it's 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 very you take you take the, for what you have. Yeah, you, know? you take the guarantee. Yeah, uh, I just don't like the way that that sounds. A bird in the hand and two in the bush. Don't like that. (laughs) You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a certain person. person. So vile, so arrogant. A middle ground between horrible and useless. A culinary and retail nightmare. A person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These... Are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? There are certain people out there, and it has nothing to do with the actual name, just certain individuals that feel like the entire world revolves around them. If we could name this after a haircut, I think it would be more appropriate because you know the haircut that I'm talking about. The I want to speak directly to your manager haircut. The Kate Gosselin haircut. That is exactly it. Uh, Today we have a Karen Chronicle that comes to us from the Hillstone Restaurant in Phoenix. It's got four out of five stars, 2,028 reviews. So that's a lot of reviews. Very well rated. Yep. Alyssa said five out of five. Hillstone has been my favorite restaurant for years. They have so many classics that are consistently great and never disappoint. Jack D said five out of five. What can you say about Hillstone that's not already said? His name is not Jack D. It is Jack D. Okay. Uh, excellent Online service, excellent food, and drinks like the perfect restaurant. Thanks, Jack. I love Jack. how Dave just believes everything uh-huh. he reads on the internet. Don't you, Mahoney? It's, it's illegal to put lies on the internet. Oh, okay, Dave. That's, that's a fact. Okay, Dave. <laughs> uh, Karen, not so pleased, said one out of five stars. If I could give this zero stars, I would. Where is my chicken tenders? I 
I've been going here for years, and I deserve a lot of respect. How dare you? <laughs> the staff was very nice to me, showing me the respect that I deserve. But I have been bullied my whole life, and it's nice to have people who actually care for me once in my life. My father is a traitor. <laughs> the steak was decent, I guess. 10-10, except for the chicken. Where are my chicken breasts? I am never coming here again! Oh, even worse chicken That's a valid question. Are oh. you an eight-year-old, Karen? Also, you got steak and chicken tenders? What is going on? You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So we hear a lot of interesting stories coming to us from Florida and from Missouri and from really all over the country, but also international rednecks, because that is a thing. And uh, I don't know who needs to hear this message today, but don't do magic mushrooms and go hiking. (laughs) Hikers had to be rescued when they were on a walk in the United Kingdom by a group of mountain rescuers because some of them started to feel ill. The mountain rescue team received a number of calls from other hikers who were worried about this group of people that were apparently tripping balls while they were on a hike. Two men, do that. two men in the group started to not feel well, including the group's driver. The rescue mission involved 11 people and took two hours. I mean, at one point, you guys would have been game. No. 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 If I'm doing drugs, I'm doing it in a controlled environment. Oh, I, no. I, yeah, I just wouldn't go hiking. I mean, I would go hiking <laughs> if I was saying. single. Drugs are fine, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't You do not do psychedelics if you don't do psychedelics out in the wilderness. Yes. See, because there's always that one guy, though, in every group who is the leader of the psychedelic hike train. And he's the one who's telling you there's no better experience than when you're one with nature. Yeah, that and guy's a pro. Man. He's done it before, but if he, these people clearly have not. Right, they're and, panicking and dehydrated. And could you imagine, you are... You know, a trained mountain rescuer, and these are the idiots you have to go save. They're just giggling and barfing everywhere. <laughs> like, what is happening, man? Or just not even giggling. What if you had the worst trip yeah, of your life and every awful. tree was coming to get you? Oh, it, was, man. it was like Lord of the Rings, but they were evil Dude, trees. No, Treebeard was, he was good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Evil trees. You're, you're, you're imagining a mountain lion, but it's an actual yeah. mountain lion. Uh, so, I'm going to introduce you guys to uh, Fight Club Classroom Edition. A woman who has been identified as a teacher at a middle school in Tallahassee is facing charges for contributing to the delinquency of a minor for organized fights in her classroom. Oh, I mean, hell yeah. I mean, hell middle yeah, school kids are death. feral. Dude, there's nobody, there's nobody on the planet who has less empathy than kids in middle school. They yeah. are the they meanest. Are so mean. Full they, of hormones, man. Oh, Let them fight their stinky selves. Yes. <laughs> like they're so smelly. I'm not necessarily mad at this. She, she, her, her rules were 30 <laughs> seconds of all out fighting, no screaming, no yelling, no fun. Hey, man, but I mean, uh, no phones. Yeah. <laughs> That's what feels like a pretty important rule. Yeah. But I mean, at least they're punching each other and not the teachers. Because how many yeah. videos do you yeah, see no, for sure. where teachers yeah. are having to like hold restraint back as they're getting punched? They're getting clocked. So, I saw a f- teacher hilarious. fight video the other day where a teacher got knocked out. Like it was, it was like it was a, it was an older guy, probably in you know like 45, 50 years old. Nah. But he had trained martial arts, so he got hit like on a backswing, knocked him down, knocked him out like a temporary flash knockout. But he had rolled jujitsu in a, uh, you know, in in some training. Yeah. And so immediately, I guess his jujitsu training kicked, kicked in. Kicked fight in, or flight, and man. He threw he threw a knee bar. Oh, a, a knee, knee bar. bar. <laughs> a high school kid <laughs> who knocked him out. I was like, that's, that's what, you get, what you get, man. Yeah, man. That and is it, the consequence of mess around and, and find, find out. out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you don't know what a knee bar, that you're just it's like having a just ripping your MCL ACL. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. So this is uh, the perfect combination. Fentanyl, brass knuckles, and home improvement? What is this, an old MySpace ad? <laughs> so a man with brass knuckles and fentanyl was arrested at a Home Depot. <laughs> he was just strolling around a 32-year-old by the name of Michael Andrew. Uh, he was arrested last year at a Kohl's in 2018 at a Save-A-Lot. So what, this is guy this guy a, a suburban? <laughs> I don't just, know, man. Degenerate. That's a g- You're walking around Kohl's. Bed, bath, and beyond, and you've got your brass knuckles. You got brass knuckles and Coles cash. Come on, man. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um. Dave and Mahoney present. Uh. Fast, fast, fast food, food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. 
Chris is on the phone with us today. He is calling in from the West Valley. Chris, it is, uh, it's nice to have you on. Thank you for joining us. This game is pretty simple. So there's meltdowns that happen in fast food restaurants all over the country. And we've got some audio of those meltdowns happening. So I'm going to play you the audio of the meltdown. And then you have to try to figure out which fast food restaurant the meltdown happened in. Now, I'll give you a multiple choice to make it a little easier. And the real upside here is that Mahoney is the world's leading expert when it comes to fast food restaurants, and he's going to help you out. Basically, a fast food forensic expert, Mm -hmm. and I have not, I have been to in person, I believe, 14,000. McDonald's in the continental U.S. alone, not, not including yeah, Alaska and Hawaii. That's and I have been to a bunch in Hawaii as well. That's obviously a lie. There's not that many McDonald's in America. but um, uh, There are. <laughs> there's, there's not. We looked it up one time when you made that ridiculous claim. So, Chris, um, if, you could, if you could guess or tell us, rather, what your favorite fast food restaurant is, what is it? Uh, probably In-N-Out. In-N-Out. That's a good one. All right. So, not a lot of freakouts in In-N-Out, though. Good of, service. All of the time that we been playing this game over the years. I don't think we've ever had a freak out at an In-N-Out, no, have Because we? you have to be a very patient person to want to go to In-N-Out. Nobody wants to ever fight anybody working the windows at In-N-Out because they're too nice. They're too nice. You have to be a real sociopath or yeah. a real psycho if you want to try to fight somebody working at Chick-fil-A really or in and out yeah. Alright, Chris, here we go with the first one. This woman was asked to go through the drive-thru by the manager because their lobby was closed, but she wouldn't leave until they gave her the number for corporate. Let's have a listen. But of course, somebody, your intellect, as ignorant as you, you wouldn't know any better. All I can say is I hope you got your job when I'm done. Silly girl, I have family that work for FBI and police department. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. You're telling her not to speak with me, right? Okay, but my life is called. Work them is online. Okay, but I'm not the one that left the door open, and that's not okay, how you talk door, to me. Door is locked. They're gonna get to it. My life but that's that's not how you talk to me. I'm a human. Mahoney's thinking hard about this. Oof. Here's the multiple choice: is that A, a Burger King, B, a Del Taco, or C, a Taco Bell? I'm gonna ooh, Burger King, Del Taco. I got I to gotta default to Mahoney. That's too tough. Dude, this is a real tough one, Because there's no beeps. There's, there's no, no beeps. dings. Yeah. There's she's no... very calm. No, she's like yeah. eerily calm. I don't think, I think we can rule out Del Taco. Oof. You can rule out Del Taco. So I, I, my, my heart tells me Burger King. That's, what, that's my, my initial thought, too, here, but this is a real tough one. But that's what my gut said, too, Chris. Unfortunately, guys, that is incorrect. It, it was a Taco Bell. Really? Yeah, Taco Bell. And it, normally, I'm, I'm with you. Like, when somebody's all jacked up on the Mountain Dew, normally they're a bit more speedy than that. The Baja Blast, yeah. sir. If Absolutely. it was in a drive through I would have guessed Taco Bell. But, yeah. like, I feel like the interior is a Burger King. Mm-hmm. But, I just assume everyone at Taco Bell is too stoned to get that, Matt. Exactly. <laughs> all right, here we go on to number two. A man ordered a coffee, took a sip, and then requested they remake it and give him a refund. Tough guy. Oh, you are being tough. You're laughing at me and saying that I can't try my coffee to see if it tastes like <laughs> It's made wrong. I want a new coffee. I want my money back. Give me a full refund now. Chump telling me you ain't giving me back until I pulled the camera out. You just said you ain't getting nothing back. No, I'll tell you to get your money back. No, you said I'm not giving you a new one. That's what you ordered. That's a want, Dunkin'. I was just going to say, that's I want to come, come from the paint. When, Deep three. Yeah, that's a Dunkin' Donuts. Without even hearing the multiple choice, yeah, you guys want to get Dunkin'? That's Chris? a Dunkin'. Do you agree? Yeah, that's Dunkin'. Yeah. yeah <laughs> From the pain. Yeah. Like, the easy eyes closed, yeah. backward shot, last You heard the Boston. Yeah, you, heard the Boston. <laughs> you knew that's a Duncan. A hundred percent. Okay, Chris. <laughs> here we go for, for the win or the loss, because you got one wrong. That's all you can get wrong. This is the last one here. If you get two out of three, you win. This woman is furious over not receiving enough napkins for her and her friend. I asked for napkins. Guess what? They give me one napkin for my order. She's rude. How so? Wait, I gotta hear that one part again. That was too good. She's calling herself that, yeah. by the I way. I know, but my jaw is just, it's on the floor. I was not expecting that. Me, Are you kidding me? That's, I, that's one me. napkin for two fat bitches. That's rude. <laughs> there, there's no beeps you there. There's like no that. beeps there, but notorious, it's McDonald's. That's got to okay, be so McDonald's. It's either a McDonald's, a Wendy's, or a Whataburger. Ooh. Yeah, the, the, the self-awareness in that one tells me it's got to be McDonald's. For the win, that's what I'm going with. You are yeah, correct, sir. Yeah, you got it. Well done. I told you. Fourteen thousand McDonald's. <laughs> I know him. Yeah, you sure do. Well, congratulations, Chris. Well done.
So we give Mahoney a hard time for being a paranoid person and for always thinking that people are out to get you. That's why you drive the type of car that you drive because you want to blend in. I drive a Toyota Avalon. It's the most inconspicuous car that they've ever made. But you're I, also just like a six foot white dude, you know? Like, I mean, I feel I like, like you to, blend in already. I, well, yes. I, I do like to blend <laughs> you know, in like- in many places. I, there's, <laughs> I have a thing where I will not go back to a restaurant or a bar if I become a regular, like if they know my order and they know my drink and they know my name, I'm, that's like that's. And if they know that you're the super famous Mahoney from the, the radio, celebrity yeah. Mahoney, I'm out. Do you do you use your actual government name when you're out because it's not your? I go your by media Jason ninety nine percent of the time to strangers. Yeah, you know, but my well, my work name is is Mahoney. You know, I've given you a hard time about being paranoid for years because it's been going on for years. But you have hit a new level of paranoia where you think that people may be out to get you because. They're being too nice to you. Dave. What? <laughs> you so, are ridiculous, hold on. dude. Just just give me a second. Let uh-huh. me tell you. I'll, so, I'll hear so you out. My wife's visiting, you know, because we're we're traveling back and forth. And, you know, over the weekend, we go to this Mexican restaurant. Yeah. We stop at this place, and everybody there is so nice. We get stopped maybe six different times in this tiny little Mexican restaurant that's phenomenal by people who are just like complimenting my wife, complimenting me. And these aren't people who are working there. It felt really weird to me because I am not used to this kind of positive affirmation and strangers being friendly. So I started to look, my wife and I, and it wasn't just me, my wife and I are sitting there and we're eating and we're just like, is there something wrong with us today? Do we do we look out of place? Are, is there something on our... Do we look like we've been kidnapped? Are they checking on us? Do we look us? like we're like in our final minutes of life? Are we narcs? <laughs> Are we... Well, like, what is going on here? Because so many people have come up to us and said things and complimented us. You were in a place with a thousand me's. I compliment legitimately strangers on the street all day, every what? way. Maybe you that's... Do? A legit, somebody was walking into the store the other day and she had cute pants on. And I was like, you have, those are really cute. Like, I will compliment anyone uh, and everyone. Not enough people hear kind words and do not feel good throughout the day. I mean, we talk about people who you just get online and just a bunch of negative. So, like, I feel like, and also maybe that's just my Southern upbringing where, like, legit, you hold the do- door open for everybody. You make small talk with everyone you meet. Like, yeah. that's just the way that I was brought up. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Like, I'm 31 and I still do that to people who are my age. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it won't ever stop. It's just in my DNA. So for you to hear that, you getting put into a different environment that you've been in for a while just felt odd. I can understand why you feel a little unsettled by this because you spent any time in that like downtown area. Every You're like, is this, it feels like the Truman Show, you know, like where everything is just a little too perfect and put together. But somebody complimented me. He's like, man, you got a great, you got a great smile. You look like you, you could be on TV. And I was like, I am on TV. Did you say that? <laughs> no. I was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Grumps? What the heck? You no, guys it's so not that I'm. Gr- it's not that I'm grumpy. I'm just not used yeah, to it because it makes me man. feel like I'm a mark. Yeah, because that's sure. the thing. Like when you're in a new place and you're seeing new things, it, and somebody's being overly nice, I'm like, am I being taken advantage of? Is something going on here? And I know I need to like in their pyramid schemes. <laughs> like they're just trying to like sell you their tummy tea and how to retire by like forty. For sure. <laughs> you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Vanna White is my over 60 hall pass. She's still got it. She's amazing. Message deleted. Oh, yeah. Vanna White is still gorgeous. And you know what? I I mean, maybe this is me uh, showing my age. I enjoy Wheel of Fortune almost every single night, and I think that Pat Sajak is still a delight. I think he's a great host of that show. I mean, he's the last kind of OG game show host that we have left. Bob Barker retired, unfortunately. We lost Alex Trebek. Yep. And so we got Pat Sajak. But he's still, I mean, both of them seem like they still enjoy their work. I don't know how they do. He's like a munchkin. So he's going to live to he's be like, a thousand years old, man. He's a little guy. Have you, have you, you ever noticed that on Wheel of Fortune when Pat Sajak has to go stand next to the contestants that they have a little a little box for him to stand on? Yeah. But they also make a lot of the contestants stand lower so that way they don't mm-hmm. appear to be giants next to next to Pat. He was originally, I believe, a weather guy. Was he really? Yeah, I think yeah. in like the 70s before he... He gives weathermen energy. 
<laughs> Big weatherman vibes. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I mean, he gives yeah. me that. Like with like, his little like laser pointer. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. We all know McDonald's workers hate working the ice cream machine, and that's why it's always down. They celebrate when that thing goes down. Message oh, deleted. there's an entire like docu series that's on YouTube about the ice cream machine at McDonald's and why it's the way that it is. We just got sued. Yeah, and if you want, McDonald's it, got sued for what? Their ice cream machines. What? It was like a couple years ago, wasn't it? I, I think it was more recent than really? that. I don't have the information because pulled there was up. one company. It was like one company that did all of the repairs. Oh, if I'm really? Recalling correctly, and so it kind of. You know, when you when you when you're dealing with a company the size of McDonald's, I mean it's 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 the world's most I think it's like the world's most profitable fast food chain. Yeah, and there's a lot of money that goes around. So last year is whenever this lawsuit's happened, and they were sued for nine hundred million dollars. Holy moly, mm-hmm. dude! What? I will say though, a McFlurry hits federal lawsuit. Dude, I love a man. There is something about a McFlurry and a Blizzard from Dairy Queen when they turn that thing upside down and it doesn't fall out. I know out some people like, don't like fast food. It's impressive ice cream. And but they, it's the they, soft serve you, for me. They think they're too good yeah. for fast food. And I just, man, I, I can't help myself sometimes. That, you were like raised. It's like your American foundation, right? Like you had like Not a- when I was a kid though. Oh, really? You're- it was when I turned, it was when I, when I turned 16 years old and got my own car. When you were left that, to your own devices, then that, you started just shoveling fast food into your face. Yeah. 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 And I would drive because, you know, growing up, I grew up in St. Louis and there was, you know, distinctive parts of St. Louis, some very nice and some not so nice. And I lived in the not so nice area. So I would drive to the nice area of town to go to the good McDonald's. A discerning taste for only the finest McDonald's that tastes the exact same no matter where you are. Where care and heart was put in to making that double quarter pounder with is cheese. Your, is right. your order the same as it's always been? Yeah, I'm a double quarter pounder and a 10 piece McNugget guy. Forever. That's it? What do you mean that's it? Oh, are you just shocked that there's not more? Sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Superior of all sauces. Two quarter pounders. No, a double quarter oh, pounder. Oh, a double quarter pounder. Okay. I don't need right. that extra. I don't need In that large extra bun. You, you want the extra bread? Yeah. Just give me that weird meat thing, whatever it is. Please leave a message after the tone. So our brains went all these years evolving to help us survive, but at the same time, brains are freaks. They always want to do drugs and make bad decisions. Make up your mind, brain. Message deleted. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that at some point the brain would have tricked ourselves into thinking that things that were healthy for us were enjoyable. But why is it that all the things that are enjoyable are awful for No, us? it's fats. Your, br- your brain, from whenever we were having to hunt for our food, your brain is telling you, I need to store all of this fat and this grease in my body yeah. because I don't know when the next time I'm going to get nourishment is. So it's like your brain chemicals are like going bing, 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 and sending off all the simulations of like, this is sustaining me through the next time I have to hunt for more food. But now we have all of that in easy access. And like we were just talking about McDonald's. So you get that overstimulate, that dopamine straight to your There's, brain yeah. quick. You, you hit that sweet and sour sauce and the nuggets, and then you get take a big old hit off a of Coke. Oh, Could my God. Could you imagine Dude, hunting for your than, own that's food? That's better than any drug. I'm and sorry. And dipping it in sour, sweet and sour sauce. You're hunting for your own food, and then you, uh, you're like, give me some nugs as well. <laughs> Evolution. We're here for it. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. The missed connection inspection is an interesting place on Craigslist because people are out there looking for love, and it's difficult to sometimes find the right person for you. And it can be real frustrating if you think that you met them, but you didn't shoot your shot in that moment. And so these people will many times go to Craigslist and they'll post about the person that they had an encounter with, hoping that maybe somehow that person is going to stumble across that post and it felt the same thing. Dave, and we like love. Mm. We love love. 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 And we hope to help these freaks fly their flag as high as they can and amplify their messages of weirdness. This one's interesting. It's a, it's entitled "Ran into a pregnant lady in the wild today." And Some dude love pregnant no, women. Woman for woman. <gasps> hmm. Dude, what did they just go? What? Yeah, so she she kind, of, she, 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 she kind of explains it in the <laughs> oh, no. she kind of explains it in the post. Oh, no. You looked like you were about as far along as me, but you were wearing kind of a baggy shirt, so I wasn't hundred percent sure if you were pregnant or not. Not wanting to be that person, I didn't dare ask you your due date. I was also wearing an oversized sweater, so my pregnancy was equally unclear from the looks. You had a cute dog who was very friendly with me before I headed into the walking trail. 
my POS boyfriend left us a couple of months ago, so now I'm back to women. If you are too, let me know. I'm oh. open to having a bigger family. We we'll love a bi pregnant woman. Love that for her. <laughs> He's bumping bellies. And they're out in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? What? I don't know, man. What? Did your wife do any hiking when she was pregnant? No. Well, yeah, she would actually go running. She's yeah, she was she's super. Crazy she is person. a superwoman. <laughs> she is. Uh, this one is entitled Coffee 420 Bingo. <laughs> okay. Male, 52, looking for friends that want to meet up for 420 over coffee, bingo, etc. Please be a mature female. A bit about me. I like 420, coffee, and bingo. Sick. Love this. <laughs> Former cigarette smoker, uh, cancer survivor, Taurus, politically independent. Let's exchange face pics and say hi. I really love that they led with all of those things yeah. because a former smoker really does just kind of tell you exactly who that person is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't like that they're... Once upon a party. They're narrowing this down to mature women because I would love to have a bingo friend. Bingo is one of the most underrated activities you can do as an adult. As drunk as you possibly can, just yell. <laughs> I love it. Can you imagine, though, if they wanted to say, instead of a mature woman, just like a Gen Zer? Just like, we're, I'm okay with you like hitting the jewel if you just want to kind of like come and hang if out with me while I play, play bingo. bingo with me. <laughs> this is a man who, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in a similar boat. Like, you know your, know your audience. This one is entitled, Snake Needs to be Pulled Out of a Wall, in parentheses, serious. This is mail for anyone. I've been to and a then, gas station like that. No, no, no. This, in all caps, the first sentence is, this is a serious post, no innuendo. I'm looking for someone to come take care of a snake that's coming through a hole in my wall. It pops its head out, and when I try to grab it, it just goes away. This has been an issue for two weeks. If anyone can help, please message me. No one likes a surprise snake in a hole. No, they do not. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. I don't know if it's actually one of the worst jobs out there. I just know that I would probably hate it the most. The idea of being a door-to-door salesman. In 2023, that's got to be a tough gig, man. It's a job that, man, I, especially come summertime, it's got to be just absolutely miserable. So much sweat. And, you know, since moving here and moving down to Queen Creek... We were told by our boss, David, that we're going to see a bunch of solar people. Like, they're going to come. Solar going to be knocking on your door non- Non-stop. Yeah. And yeah. I, I haven't had a lot of solicitors come to my house over the last, like, 12, 13 years. I, had, I lived in a guard-gated community prior to this. And so I had literally, in 13 years, maybe one, and I yelled at them. Because <laughs> I hey, had it's a, great. But yesterday... You know, you move into a new house, and there's been some, you know, police activity in the neighborhood because cars were getting broken into mm-hmm. uh, in the week that I've been here. And so I get a little ding-dong on my uh, <laughs> doorbell, which I had never even heard the doorbell at this house before. So, Because why would you have? I, it confused me briefly, so I'm kind of discombobulated. I was eating... Some popcorn, watching Perry Mason on and, the TV. You know, in 2023, you don't expect to have unsolicited people coming to your house, especially to solicit things. But yeah, yeah I mean, because anyone that you know is going to give you a heads up that they're coming you would over. Think, but back I'm in the day, that's maybe not how new it neighbors. Was, you're yeah. in a new neighborhood. Right. Something's going on. And so you're I'm such a handsome guy. It's entirely possible somebody could have baked you a cake to welcome you to the neighborhood. What a great addition! Possibly, yeah. or just had questions. Who knows? So I was. Kind of confused, so I go and I open the door, and as soon as I open the door, I'm like, oh, man, it's a door-to-door salesman. It's not a solar guy. Oh, what was he selling? Bug, uh, you know, like, like pest, pest, pest control. Pest control. Oh, and okay. I I just literally signed a one-year deal with a new pest control company. So I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm listening to him. I'm not being rude. Didn't shut the door in his face or anything like that. But, like, I clearly don't want to have this conversation with you but now that I realize what you are doing. Can I give you a pro tip? You need to put a sign above your door, like your doorknob or whatever it is, uh, the bell. Yeah. And put, uh, please do not ring, baby sleeping. They don't know that you're baby, so you could just be sleeping at any time. <laughs> um, and they'll they just leave you alone. He's baby? Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, because you don't have kids, Mahoney. Yeah. So, I mean, Dave, you could also utilize this yeah. as well to yeah. make sure that, you know, your actual children don't get woken up. But, I mean, I feel like... The people who are door-to-door salesmen and women, and, they don't pay attention to the no-solicit signs, I swear. No. Really? No. And so this guy's, you know, talking to me, and I'm like, hey, man, I, you know, just up front, I just signed a year lease. 
and I just signed a year deal. Don't waste your time with this. Yeah. Like I'm not. There's nothing I can do. It's it's. I signed a contract yeah. with this company, and then he starts talking about like how crappy of a job they did, and I'm like, just dude, just chill out. Like it's fine. Like let's move on. Let's end this conversation so I don't have to be a dick and slam the door in your face because that's not what I want to do right. in this particular situation that we're in right now. And so he just keeps going on, and I'm being polite. And I'm sounds being, like he's a pretty good salesman. <laughs> won't no, take no for an answer. Well, not only won't take no for an answer, but continuing the conversation, which is an art form. No, because not not only are you not a good salesman, I I will remember your company forever and never use them. And I will tell all my friends how crappy you are. I'm gonna go leave a bad review on Yelp okay, as well. Gonna Karen. Karen. I'm, okay, I am. Yeah. I'm 100 percent gonna care in this. But guy. I feel like this is also kind of on you. How did you just not just simply say, "All right, bye." I was bye. trying yeah. to wrap it up, yeah. and then without being incredibly rude but they're and, taught to continue no, yeah. the conversation and so even when you're trying to at stop. this point you know i'm uh, we're we're four minutes into a conversation and i'm just like that's way too long yeah my popcorn is getting cold in the <gasps> other room not the popcorn and so told them that. i'm that's, like i'm like yeah man it's just not gonna work the bugs you know? are gonna get to my popcorn if i don't get there <laughs> fast enough and <laughs> the ants he, he goes he's, he goes i hate to i hate to ask this but can i use your bathroom oh <gasps> He did not. He 100%. Did you, did it look like it was a number one or a number two? I don't know, but I didn't He was scouting the inside of your house, dude. There's no way you let him in. Oh, hell no, I didn't. Oh, good. And that's you didn't? No, no not a chance. Oh, come on. Like, I didn't even not. open the, I, like, not that I have anything in my house right now because I'm in this brand new house. With nothing smart, in no, it. He's smart, but smart, I'm like, smart. but he asked. He's like, hey, can I? Uh, that's that's, that's Dave, me. Dave, you would have lit them into your yeah, house. Whatever, no. who cares? But then he's like, oh, I hope, what, he, I hope he pooped in your front lawn. No, and this dude goes, oh, what? Stranger danger? And I go, yeah, yeah man. man. Like Dave, you, you get an advance that he has free candy company? on the side. It's of It's free candy. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yes, I was wondering, uh, have any of you ever hit rock bottom? You know, like serious rock bottom. And what did it look like? And uh, like, what did it feel like to you? Message no, I had so much further to go down. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, I haven't you never know bottom. where the bottom is. Yeah. I, I've been looking for a long time. I have hit the bottom of a pool before. Okay. Like with your head? <laughs> yeah. You've never hit the, the bottom of a pool with oh, your head? No. Really? I've always read and abide by the no diving signs that were around pools that you should not be diving into. Mm, that's boring. I like my neck. Yeah. I, mean, I like to be able to walk. I, uh, I We used to jump off of a dam like my freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. It was in the uh, the woods by the uh, University of Clemson, and we'd take a case of beer out there, mm. and then everyone would start, like, diving off of this large dam that was probably a good, I don't know, 80 feet down or so. But the the thing is that if you would dive down and you, you hit the water fast, the dam had a slight slope to it, and so you'd kind of, like, Oof. bounce off the wall a little bit. It was real dangerous now I, that I think about I it. I just wonder uh, now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty stupid. <laughs> Because we see so many more videos of people like jumping into pools and missing and then hitting the sides and Mm -hmm. we see the horrible aftermath of that. We never saw that really firsthand back then. You know, I never saw anybody like miss a pool. But with the power of the Internet now, I have seen that happen way too many times that I can't believe that people continue to jump off like roofs into pools or off of dams. Like that's just like we know what the possible consequences are. We've seen it with our own eyes now. But we still continue to do these dumb things. Yeah, I mean, I did bounce off that wall a couple of times, and we'd just go back up and crack another beer, and then do it again. Y'all are uh, boys. I feel like you guys play with fire so a lot, stupid, literally man. and figuratively. Yes, we love burning fire stuff. Is so fire. much fun. So much. It's still fun. It really is. I mean, like when I saw Joe Rogan with that flamethrower, I was like, damn. I almost bought that stupid, boring <laughs> company uh, flamethrower flame a couple years Mahoney. ago. We were, no, we were on. I was. We what were doing the show. Mahoney, what would you have done with it? Throw flames with my cigars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they say you're supposed to brush your teeth twice a day, but one time is still cool too, right? No. Who has time to do all that? Not I'm this nasty. girl. Nasty, nasty, nasty girl. What are you talking about? You nasty, foul-smelling, gross. <laughs> your breath probably, oh, God, that's so good. Listen, think about all the things you consume in a day. 
And then you go to sleep for like eight hours, maybe. I mean, six hours, five hours. Your mouth is just tight, closed, or your mouth breather whenever you sleep. So yeah. you're just getting all of that, just like mouth just, conc- oh my gosh. You are a nasty woman. I can't. And then you go wake up and kiss your partner with that mouth. I can't. Do you kiss in the morning? No. Heck yeah. We don't no. kiss in the morning. Before brushing your teeth? Yes, dude. Oh, you are disgusting. I am like that, that's, all about it. Like morning sex is just not never for, for me. We to wake begin up too with. early. But also, like, eat. okay, I've been dating for a not even close to a year. Okay, okay. fair enough. Fair so enough. So you were still also in the the morning nah, uh, still, the morning uh, coitus. Just, you know, face the other way. Please <laughs> So you know we're in the new house, and so when my wife's visiting, uh huh, like I don't have my old king size bed, so we're on a queen. Oh, that's a big right change. Now, it's a big change. And we woke up. Face, Over the weekend, face, face to, to face, face. Oh, it's like terrifying. away from each other. Breath. I'm gonna. I raise you a full bed. You have You're a, full, a bed? full bed, and your boyfriend's here. Oh my god! <laughs> so this is a my perfect scenario because <laughs> he he's like his, we actually in his house, and he has a California king. But so we go from a California king. But you to love my this because foal. you're like a piece of Velcro. You just, I just I like stuck to him. Why did you ever buy a full size bed as an adult? It's from college. It is from college. Yeah, that's yeah. where a full size bed is acceptable. And, but my my new apartment is so small, and, and you know, and my, my apartment that you know I had before this with my best friend Kennedy. I mean, that was like a ten by ten room, literally. Yeah. So I had to. If I would have even thought about getting a queen or a king, it would have been the Wouldn't entire. Said, no, yeah. it would have been the entire place. So yeah, I had oh. to, and I had to do a full. God, he's got to be hating life right now. Oh no, oh, don't. Oh, She's just on. I'm in the process of buying a house right now. What the hell, guys? No one told me this is so complicated. Like Avril Lavigne, complicated. Message deleted. <laughs> okay, I love that quote. Uh, yeah, no, the uh, buying a house is always like hire a professional, get a realtor. Yeah, but like, is anyone actually reading those documents? No. You're just like docuSign. Dude, click, 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 dude, click. Any I just, terms I click, of agreement. I, you yeah, could, I could sign my life over to the devil. We have. I probably I'm sure have. That, yes. <laughs> Verizon Wireless probably owns three of my children. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, you mentioned a few minutes ago that uh, you and your wife were able to spend some time together over the weekend. But right now, you know, you're you're splitting time. And so you're not around her. I'm just kind of curious. It's sort of like a wellness check on you here, buddy. Uh, how you doing? Not great, Dave. Um, <laughs> when... I'm a I'm a 41 year old man. Uh huh. My wife and I have been together for 13 years, and me at 41 versus me in my 20s uh, when we did not live together and I was single and living alone. Um, drastically different because when I um, I'm not around my wife, I tend to revert back to like my most simple, basic. Broish form. So let me just give you a quick example of this. Uh, so you can kind of have a window into Mahoney's life when he was a single man. Uh, there was one time we had this big holiday concert, and Mahoney uh, had a little bit too much to drink. I was overserved. Yeah, yeah, definitely not your fault. Uh, vomited on himself and all over my car. But was this he, Jaeger night? Th- this was Jaegermeister okay. night, yeah. And he uh, he decided that he was going to take that shirt off and uh, not wash it or even discard it. Uh, he balled it up and threw it into his closet. Oh, I forgot. And then, like, oh. 10 years later, when he was moving out of that house, he found the shirt covered in vomit, and that's Dude. that's single Mahoney. I didn't you do that. Gross. That was in a drunken stupor, yeah. to be fair. Uh-huh. Uh, but it does lend that I don't, you know, like, what am I getting behind? Like, what am I getting that deep in a closet for? You gotta <laughs> clean your closet. I agree, but... <laughs> so, in this, uh, in this transition period for us, I'm kind of, you know, running my own life right now. Yeah. And that means you're used to a tight ship. I'm cooking ish. I'm well, I'm not cooking, but I'm like in charge of my own meals. And (laughs) since, you know, I've don't know what I've forgotten so many things at the old house to bring to the new house. I don't know what I'm doing. So I've been at Costco literally every single day this week. That Costco, I think I feel like they I'm like a regular there now. They don't even ask to see my black card. It's They're like, just like come on. Oh, it's, it's, it's another like, day. It's like the cheers. Everybody knows your name. Come on in, Mahoney. We'll lead you straight to the pizza. Instead of a fun neighborhood bar, it's Costco. <laughs> but I was there, you know. Value ab- bulk shopping. That's Mahoney. <laughs> I was there after the show and I'm hungry. And how do you pass up that dollar hot dog or dollar twenty dollar fifty hot dog and soda? And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do that. But then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna plan ahead. I'm going to get an entire Costco pizza as well, so I will have food for dinner 
later tonight. Wait, I was joking. You really went and got Costco pizzas? A hundred percent. Oh my gosh, of course so, you Those things slap though, by the I way. I decided to They're sit good. down. I've set the pizza down. I eat the hot dog and then, but the pizza just starts calling my name. Wait, wait <laughs> you sat at the Costco and ate the pizza? I've got my cart that's next to me. I've got, I just finished the hot dog. I've got a whole Costco pizza and it starts to get busier because I'm just kind of like on my phone. I don't really have anything to do. So I'm just kind of hanging out in the Costco food court. Tony, dude. How much of the pizza did you eat? And so I started eating the pizza. I'm like, I'm only going to have one slice. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. For sure. Well, maybe two. So I have a slice. Uh And then it starts to get busier in there because there's only a certain amount of mm -hmm, seats. And somebody comes up to me and they ask me, like, hey, you going to eat that whole thing? (gasps) You got shamed. And when that, when they said that to me. It became a challenge. You did not eat an I wasn't entire. Planning. You did not eat an entire sat, Costco pizza. Those things are big. I sat in the Costco food court for almost ninety minutes, just trying to because s- I was so full in and of itself. But I knew I was finishing this pizza. This I'm like, I am not. Gone. I am not moving from this spot. This person wasn't in on the challenge. Mahoney, did this care. person work there? No, it, this was just a So a that shopper. patron had came and gone and left, and you're still sitting there just fuming But I would pizza. know if I didn't finish it. <laughs> and so I said, yes, I would. And I did, Dave. And uh, Like a true patriot. That's very American of you. I'm really proud. Yeah, we got to life flight your wife in here on a chopper or something to save you from yourself. So anybody want to go to Costco after the show today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, I know that you've been a big fan of The Mandalorian. Are you still keeping up on the current season? Because I guess the the latest episode just got a bunch of bad reviews and people are saying it's... These nerds need to settle down. Like, The Mandalorian is phenomenal. It's the best Star Wars stuff that we've been given in years. Pedro Pascal, who Daddy. plays The Mandalorian, who is the star mm. of The Last of Us and Narcos. I mean, guy is in everything. Yeah. Man, that show is great. But I think that that's the great. point. I think that that's it's the point. It's gotten too big. I think that I think that people are kind of have this over exceeding expectation of this is the Star Wars universe. Everything, every season has to be perfect. Every episode has they, to be. They perfect. were mad that Lizzo and Jack Black were in it. You know why Lizzo and Jack Black were in an episode of The Mandalorian because they love Star Wars. Yeah, because they're fans. And having A-list celebrities like that. Although I will say, the uh, right around the time that Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones, it's kind of when it jumped the shark. that's a big difference. Yeah. That is a big difference. That, yeah. that is the episode that killed it. Why? <laughs> but why? He was just doing his little singing no, he was, thing. He was actually singing and, and it was playing nice. a little guitar. It was kind of nice, but you're but like, then, that from there on out is kind of pretty so disappointing. So why is it different? I'll tell you what, though. Because the, the, because the guys who were creating Game of Thrones wanted to go work for Star Wars. Wars and Disney, ah. and meanwhile, John, uh, you know, uh, Dave Fellini and John Favreau, the guys who run the Star Wars cinematic universe right now, they're living their best lives. They're fans. They're 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 going to make this good. Love and John. So you know, settle down. Everybody always talks about Saturday Night Live jumping the shark and being dead, and Star Wars being dead, and yet somehow here we are, fifty years of content. And it's still as still popular or more so, popular than ever. Okay, but Mahoney, I know that you still are huge. You know, you're really you're really toting it really high here that it's not a bad season. But don't you think that maybe Pedro was a little distracted with The Last of no, Us? No, I don't. okay. So speaking of being really popular right now, there's that new movie Air. It's got you know Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and about Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, it's about Michael Jordan. Uh, speaking of Jordans, though, uh, this I believe that they probably timed this to coincide with the movie mm-hmm. just because there's so much talk about Michael Jordan. Not that he's ever really been out of the, the public scene. limelight, yeah. but there's certain times where he's hotter than ever. And it was you know when the uh, they they had the the documentary on the last dance, the last dance. Which, like, if you haven't seen uh, and you like basketball, watch it. Well, a pair of Jordan 13s that were actually worn by Michael Jordan during the 1998 NBA Finals just sold for, and you want to guess, a I pair know. of sneakers. I know because Can't I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to bid on these. Two point two three eight million dollars. What do you, mean you wanted to bid on well, these? What are you making, man? Not that <laughs> money. I mean, I wanted to bid like fifty bucks. Oh, you know, bucks. But the fact that some Jordans just sold for over two million dollars in the 13s, you know, which I am a, uh, you know, I, I love Jordans. 
The 13s are my absolute favorite. Those are the shoes that I bought in high school to play high school volleyball in. Oh, sick. And so awesome. now I have 30 <laughs> pairs that I never wear and I refuse to jump ever again in. But, uh, you know, the, the, the movie coming out, Michael Jordan is having the talking of selling the Charlotte Hornets wow. as well. So he's having a moment right now. Good for him, man. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, hey. Uh, so why make rolling around in hay look like fun in movies when in reality it's all hard and sharp? Like, it's supposed to be some cute romantic scene. You know, that stuff hurts. Mm. I can do it. Message deleted. Yeah, rolling around in hay and hooking up on a beach are both awful, awful experiences. Or even in a field in the grass. Like, yes. it's it itchy. itchy. Like, even, like, at this point, like, <laughs> home or the, no. The, the, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you ever stayed at, like, a, a Hampton Inn? And then the they always do this on purpose. The outside of the comforter is always scratchy. Yeah, because they don't want they don't want you to be on top of it, and so they, they don't have to wash it. They don't have yeah. to wash it every time, man. And like, also, isn't that really gross to think about that the comforter's the not comforter's washed. not washed? Oh yeah, Ugh. I mean it's every it's like pretty much every hotel. That's so foul. But that's that's why they do that. Also, sand fleas. Sand fleas, yeah, just sand. And fleas, and then sand fleas. Oh man, Ooh. I actually knew a bunch of whenever this caller was talking about hay, I knew. Boys, I'm from, I grew up in Alabama, and I knew boys who would legit, like, leave middle school, never even touch high school, and start immediately working for their parents, rolling hay, bale, hay bales. Is that big business back in the day? I guess. I don't know. I, I, I mean, they, I don't know if it's big business or just, like, that was the family business, so that's what you had to do. That's what you did, yeah. And, I mean, wasting time in school. Who needs an education when you can just roll hay? Hey. <laughs> That was their thing that they had to do. I mean, you got to make ends meet, man. I mean, that was, I mean, again, I grew up in the South yeah, where it, it, I, it was one lane road. I got stuck behind a tractor going oh, to college. I'm, not, I'm, not I'm, I'm, being, I'm being absolutely genuine here. I, I'm trying to talk my wife out of letting our kids go to school and just put them right to work. You got four. Yeah, yeah, man. You got tiny kids. hands. You could, tiny you, hands. Good at making Nikes. You don't really Engines. How do you all describe your show to people who have never listened to it before? Message deleted. Our show is is based on friendship. And when I say that, I mean, like, we all genuinely look out for each other and love one another. But the people that listen to the show, and I know that it's, it's very, very new to a lot of people, so love may be a strong word. But uh, <laughs> they, they really become part of the family. And we do look out for each other and we have each other's backs. Uh, but friendship is what it's based off of. No, none of us are here for a paycheck. Not mad at the paycheck. But, um, yeah, it is all about looking out for one another. We're lucky that we've been able to choose who we work with and who we work for. Yep. You know, and that's one of the things that we've been uh, very blessed. We do what we love, man. The day that this stops becoming fun and something that we look forward to every single day. We've been, Dave, and you and I have been friends for 20 years. Yep. And the day that, that like, we stop wanting to do a show is the day we're going to stop doing a show. I, uh, I was thinking about that because obviously I was about to win Mega Millions. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I wonder if I win it. Like, would they be really mad at me if I just quit? And I was like, yeah. And they'd be all petty and Mahoney would hold it over my head constantly. Yes, but what if dude. I what if I gave you each a million dollars? A million dollars is a lot of money, but it's not life-changing money. it's not enough. It's not enough for you ever, is it, Audrey? It's, it's not enough. My <laughs> name isn't even on the show, Two dude. Million I couldn't dollars. even just okay. like, this couldn't all Two of a sudden just dollars. like rotate in here. You have to give me rights. Rights to what? Your name, you, Dave Farah. You, you want to be Dave Farah? I want to become Dave Farah because you guys have the Dave Mahoney. Like you guys already have all the logos built, so that's just too hard. So I think that you okay. yeah. would have to give me your life. Yeah, it's not <laughs> because we don't like you. We're just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just want to become Dave. I want to emulate Dave Farah. I already got the glasses, so yeah. like I'm halfway there. Everyone will be like, "Man, Dave looks great." <laughs> the last thing that you throw in the garbage is what you're forced to eat. How screwed are you? Message deleted. A banana peel? I'd be all right. Well, Audrey is forced to eat receipts. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we've got somebody in, in our chat, and we, we broadcast the show live every day, too, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. You can see actually what we look like, but we've got, you know, a listener in there who has spent some time behind bars, mm -hmm. uh, who's become a, you know, a, a regular in our chat, and he would, he has many times told us that uh, when he was in prison, he would just eat the whole banana peel just because he was so hungry. 
Oh, he said that? Oh, yeah. You've never heard that? No, the whole banana peel? Yeah, I would eat a, like eating a banana peel as far as... Not even monkeys peel bananas. Do they? Yeah. They just do it from the bottom. I don't think they do. I feel like that's a cartoon... Uh, that's a Mario Kart thing. Yeah, I, feel like, I don't feel like monkeys actually eat bananas. I think they may squish them, but they don't peel. Or Donkey Kong. I feel like you've rather. been indoctrinated yeah. with monkey cartoons. Like <laughs> That's not how the world really works. I was a big yeah. fan the of Curious propaganda. George. Don't ask why. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we would never condone stealing anything from anyone. But I will say, I do feel a little bit less bad when it's a corporation getting stolen from than when it's an individual. Always. Yeah. And I also have got to give a little bit of credit to these thieves uh, because they broke into an Apple store and they stole 400 plus iPhones. But Wait. they it was in a Seattle suburb. They called it a brazen heist, which if I ever do some robbing, I hope that they refer to it as a brazen heist. That's, I feel like a brazen heist is... You need, you need like some Ocean's Eleven style yeah. antics that occur. That's kind oh, of what really? happened here. So they oh. sold five hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise. So what? And two iPhones and, a, and an <laughs> iPad Pro and a charger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, the hole cut through layers of a wall in a rectangle, just big enough for an adult to crawl through. So they basically tunneled into this Apple store in order to steal all of these iPhones. That's pretty I mean, impressive. I yeah. get that, but you steal however many iPhones, 500 iPhones, whatever, you know. The, 436 that, to be exact. So you steal 400 plus iPhones, but they can just show them off remotely and they know the SKUs, the yeah. Even if they're the not range. activated yet? Uh, yeah, Probably, man. yeah. You, you don't think that Apple has all that? Uh, so stealing that kind of stuff from the source seems like a real bad it idea. It just feels so lame to me. Like in 2023, we're out here tunneling through. I mean, and it's actually pretty... Like, I feel like you have to really have it all mapped out. So, like, kudos to them for that. But, I mean, you're tunneling through to an Apple store. Like, you're the people before you would be so upset. Yeah, like, they were stealing a, art. A drug you know? lord or something. <laughs> tunnel, them out, tunnel them out of the country. Yeah. That's something at least interesting. iPhones. But dorks. when it comes to stealing electronics, <laughs> we kind of live in the golden age right now of electronics that, I mean, yes, your phones will get stolen. That's probably the most stolen one. But... You know, back when, you know, 25, 30 years ago, your TVs were always getting stolen. Yeah. And yeah. if you were a music head like Dave and I, your CD player and all of your CDs. Your collection I had in my your car. CD collection in my car get stolen. Then I had the, the drifter try to sell them back to me. Nah. And I was like, those are my CDs. And he's like, son of a bitch, ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free, there's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills. Certainly you will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Home means Nevada Home means the hills Home means a sage in the pine Out by the trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see Time now. 